welcome and thank you for listening to episode 18 of the greatest video game tapes with me Savion and me Chris Chris I have some news oh what's that this is the penultimate episode of season one what we said in a previous episode that it meant next to last correct that is true i did say that so that's right we are going to be wrapping up season one really soon with uh 1989 consoles which will be coming in february yep so look out because we're gonna be coming back with season two after that which will be starting with 1990 consoles yeah but for today we're going to be talking about 1988 consoles. <laughs> All right, that sounds cool. So, first, yeah, what do you got up first? First, we have wait for it. The Vitek Sock Crates. Very close. The Vitek Socrates. Socrates. Yes. Released in 1988, the Socrates was an entertainment console from VTech, a company then known from its electronic learning project. Well, while VTech's other educational devices were inexpensive Fox computers. Whoa computers, the Socrates was more like a gaming console. <clears throat> Socrates was more like a gaming console and had a um, small library of learning games that taught spelling, math, and basic logic. Those are things that you learn in school. However, this is not a learning podcast, so let's stay on track. Okay. At launch, the system was more expensive than consoles from Nintendo, Sega, Atari, and it suffered from slowdown that caused long pauses from actions. In fact, it cost $129? What? Wow. (laughs) I think I don't have enough money for that. Of the system were below VTech's expectations, but the Socrates lingered on the market for the next few years before it phased out by the mid 90s. Wow, interesting, interesting. So, the Socrates, well, interesting looking device that we have here, console that is. And it came out when you turned six. Thank you. Yes, it did. Um, it's a rectangle, white on the top. Looks like it's gray on the bottom. Uh, and it's only... The only controller is just this keyboard itself. You can't see it. You can't see it, folks. But it... You can't see it, folks. But the controller is a computer. Yeah. And you can't see it, folks. But the controller is actually wireless. It used infrared to communicate with the main console. 
So this is the first wireless controller that we've seen, which uh, is pretty cool. Uh, there were actually a few other wireless controllers we have seen, right? Uh, <laughs> nope. <laughs> oh, oh. No, this is the first one we've seen so far. Uh, yeah, so the VTech Socrates. Um, keys on the uh, controller were interesting because it was not just a keypad, or I'm sorry, a D-pad, not just a D-pad or a joystick. It was two D-pads on either side with a full keyboard in the middle, like a, like a whole keyboard, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L, M, N, O, P. U-R-S-T-U-V-W-X-Y-Z. So a full keyboard right there on the controller. Very interesting. Uh, I thought, I thought we're, we're getting off track here. Yeah. This is a video game podcast, not a learning podcast. Yeah, good point. But you never know where you'll learn something new. So what else do we got from 1988? Oh, yeah. Let's, let's see. We'll, we have one that you most enjoy. It is called... Wait for it. The Sega Mega Drive. A.K.A. the Sega Genesis in North America. Oh, yeah. Well, the Sega Genesis... Alright. <clears throat> well, the Sega Genesis came out in 1989 and the Mega Drive came out in 1988, the Mega Drive was Sega's follow-up to its 8-bit SG-1000 and Master System console line. The Mega Drive's hardware was similar to Sega's Sega System 16 arcade boards, utilizing a 60-bit Motorola 68000 for its main CPU and a Z-Log Z80 to handle sound. In Japan, the Mega Drive struggled against Nintendo and NEC's one-year-old PC Engine, a console that became the preferred 16-bit system for arcade and action games. Staying on track, in Europe, where the Mega Drive launched in 1990, Sega continued its domination for the, of the market thanks to strong support from Western developers. And a fun fact is that the Mega Drive Z80 coprocessor made it backward compatible with the Sega Master System. That is pretty cool. Very cool. So... You said you said previously before we even made our first episode that you had one of these, right? I said previously before we made our first episode that I had a Sega Genesis. And as you just informed us right here on this podcast, this actually was released before the Sega Genesis. Correct? Correct. Okay. But it looks identical to the Sega Genesis. The only difference is, instead of saying Genesis, 
On the top of the console, it says 16-bit for some weird reason. But uh, other than that, pretty identical. If you've ever seen a Sega Genesis before, and if you're listening to this podcast, I'm pretty sure you have, then you know exactly what a Sega Mega Drive looks like. <laughs> oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And then you'll know on the Japanese version, mm-hmm. it looks really different to European version. Mm-hmm. You see, you can't see this, mm-hmm. but on the Mega Drive, the the Mega Drive um, on both the European and Japanese consoles are both gold plated mm. but the the European one is smaller yes that's true the uh, the font of the writing of 16 bit exists on both consoles however it is smaller on the European console and it is bigger on the Japanese console I don't think they have the same font. Yeah. Yeah. No, they do. They do. Uh, One is just a tad bit smaller. That's all. And also the Japanese version has uh, a little red stripe for the power button. Or a power light on the front. And the European... Like I- like I do on my mini Sega Genesis. Yes, I like got you do on that on. I got that on my ninth birthday. You sure but did. this, but this is about main consoles. Yeah, yeah. So let's think. I already got. I already know. I already know it came out in 2019. So let's stay on track. Okay. Well, like I said, there's red uh, power stripe on the front of the Japanese one and a white power stripe on the front of the European one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, uh, well, and while it may look the same on both releases, it's just, they're just, they're just a little bit different on the left side. Well, the, you may think this is similar, similar. The odd and off are similar, but notice that the odd, odd has that odd one on the Japanese release has the word cartridge lock mm. on the under mm-hmm. under the on button for some bizarre reason. Yeah, I see that now. Yeah, right there underneath the on off switch, it has cartridge lock written in there. But when it comes to the European release, things are slightly different. That's true. There is no cartridge lock. Uh, while it may have a cartridge lock uh, when the game is on, it does not say that it does. So, oh, yeah. not too sure either way. But that's okay. However, when it comes to the re- reset button and the start button on the controller, everything changes. Well. You see, the Europe, the European release is white, and and on the Japanese release it's blue. Yes. My favorite color. Your favorite color. Yes. There's a blue reset button on the Japanese 
release and a white reset button on the European release. Not sure why it's there. <laughs> yeah. All right. What else we got? Oh, wait. We're getting off track here. Right. Consoles. Mm-hmm. Now, um, let me look if there are other, um, Why are you making music? I mean, our listeners have to hear something while we're looking through this book. Guess that's it? Yes! Alright, alright. Okay, well, that's it for 1988 consoles. So, that's it. The pun. That was the. The second last episode. Yes, the penultimate episode for season one. Our so, so if you want to get this straight, yes, when we do our last episode, it will be our last. Yes, our next episode uh, will be our last of season one, which will be, and that and that will be nineteen episodes in all. Yep, which will be 1989 consoles. So, stay tuned. So, Got anybody you'd like to thank? I'd like... Yeah. Mm, you can get in touch with us on Instagram at Video Game Land. Tweet us at Video Game Land. And we've changed our... Facebook page to at BGL twenty twenty one as in Video Game Land twenty twenty one. I'd like to thank Anchor for letting us record on the app, and I'd like to thank you guys again for listening. All the way through. Yeah. Thanks, guys. And see you next time on The The Greatest greatest Video Game Tapes. Tapes.